Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us in another episode. So, we got COVID last week. Yeah, we got COVID. We were not able to avoid it any longer. So, if you remember last week, I said that Leon had a cold after his marathon and that it's pretty typical for marathon runners to kind of feel under the weather after such a big run, you know, so much strenuous activity on the body for such a long period of time. We just thought it was that. And then I believe Tuesday rolled around. You were still pretty sick. I was just starting to get sick. And we did an at-home COVID test. It came back positive. Then we decided we should do a PCR test. And that came back positive. Yeah, I think that I felt a little more different than when it's just a cold. Like something just felt like it hit me just a little bit harder than a cold. And I mean, obviously we're all dealing with COVID. So I figured we should probably get a test. Yeah. It's odd on the timing of buying that at home test. So this whole time yeah. we've never had we bought at it home like, tests. We bought it like the week before. The week before we were kind of only, shopping around Walgreens. Only because the store was advertising that they yeah. were selling them. So the only reason we bought it is because we were at Walgreens. We were shopping around and I was buying some random stuff. And there were multiple signs throughout the store that said home testing kits sold at the register. And so when we got up there, I asked how much they were. And I thought, eh, if it's cheap, I'll just grab one for use. Right, because it might be like 100 bucks. Yeah, and then I was like, two. I don't need that since, you know, we get free testing. So went up to the register, asked them, and it was only 23 bucks for two at-home tests. So that was totally fine. Bought it, and who knew? We needed it a week later. Even though we got it, I still, I didn't put all my faith into this home no, test. No, same, same. So we still made an appointment to get one, like an official testing center. But it was nice to have that, to feel like, okay, we we need to quarantine. We need to Mm -hmm. let everyone know that, hey, we have a positive home test we're getting. Because in our area, you pretty much can't get an appointment same day to get tested. It's a day or two later. And thankfully, we got one for the next day. A sickly week, but now we're doing much better. We have almost no symptoms. Like, I'm almost completely fine now. Yeah, and at at this point, I think I'm symptom-free. I feel pretty normal. Yeah, so... I, my chest is a little annoyed. It's a little irritated, but not bad. So oh, we're, we're over the worst of it. <clears throat> I, I did end up losing my sense of taste and smell. Oh, yeah. So we've been trying to jumpstart it for the last few days now. I have some jalapenos that I have infusing with tequila that smells really gnarly. So I had Leon smell that. There's like, he can get a faint scent of that. I have various smelly candles. He can't smell those at all. We also tried coffee. You didn't get any sense of that either, right? No. So basically the most pungent possible things he can kind of taste. But it's weird. I get it at their... Or smell, excuse Almost me. like I'd get it at the initial whiff, and then I don't get it anymore. And how about taste? Nothing, right? Yeah, nothing. I cannot even imagine. It's weird. It's really weird Just to... textures. Like even drinking coffee, right? You get your vanilla latte or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to drink that with no flavor. It's almost like you just, yeah, you just feel textures in your mouth and you're like, well, all right. So I've, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll jumpstart some stuff. Yeah. I've heard stories of it taking like up to like nine months. and I'm really, We had a friend that took about nine months to get hers back. Yeah, I'm really hoping mine doesn't take that long. No. Maybe we'll just provide weekly updates. <laughs> we should. All right. So other than our illness week we really have done nothing so during that week my birthday hit so it's really funny slash sad for last year's birthday 
we were in lockdown, like the whole state was locked down. So there was nothing we could do. It was just kind of like a little at home cake and balloons and whatnot. This year I had COVID. So just at home, but Leon and my parents made it so cute and sweet. I had flowers and gifts and food dropped off and it was great. So I can't complain at all. It, I felt very loved and taken care of. What more could you ask for on your birthday? So even though I couldn't go out or really see anyone, it was still really nice and I could wave from my door. <laughs> but enough about us. I think we should just get into the episode. Holy crap, Steven is something else. Yeah, he got a lot of tea spilled about him that I didn't... I didn't expect people to go so hard on him, but I also didn't realize so much to hit the fan with him. Yeah, he also didn't help himself out during the tell-all. No. Where he was kind of on the defensive against some people. Also, this man has a lot of balls to call people out on their issues (laughs) when he has some pretty bad issues himself. Are we we starting with them? We can. That's not the order I have, but I I can. It's pretty spicy. We We should save them. They're towards the end. Yeah. Okay. We're starting with, according to the list, we'll, we'll start with Ari and Benny. Were you surprised he got the K-1? I was. Uh, I wasn't. And actually, they revealed that she ended up going anyways. Thank God, because I gave her so much shit for this. <laughs> so I'm very glad that she went, that she supported him. Even though she didn't want to go to the Ethiopia, you got to suck, suck it up sometimes. I'm very glad. I wonder what made her go. I wonder if it was just weighing on her. I think it was just weighing on her too hard that such a big life event that definitely affects you is going to happen and you not being there could affect the results of that what if the whole thing i <laughs> to spew drama or you know to to make it look like there's drama <clears throat> but she was gonna go anyways like that was the oh plan. my god was, i don't even put it past the them plan the whole time well now you're making and, me think that because the, the whole, only thing they really show is them standing outside their apartment and the whole like goodbye thing is like totally fake like someone in production is driving that van he was in and they were just how like, do we know Whoop. that van isn't even in ethiopia and he, and he, already and he came back <laughs> oh no <laughs> i can see i can totally see that happening do you think they're married yet i don't think so because They'd probably save that for a sh- Everything about these shows now, I just think people are doing things to get on the next one. But That's no, true. I, I, well, by, by now, like our time frame, yes. Well, they could be... Like in, in our current yeah. time, I would think they're married by now. I would think so too. Just because the way things are filmed, I feel like it's right, so right. long ago that 90 Days has to be yeah, up. Yeah. It was probably filmed for, ni- filmed for 90 Day original season. So we'll see them on the regular... Do you think When does that get announced? Folks, or folks are doing... Well, version. I think before the 90 is... That's all new people, right? Yes. Right. So what about like... What if Ari and Benny sneak on? Like they just didn't yeah. <laughs> put them in the promos. No, but that starts this month, I believe. What about like the... Ne- That's probably going to be the next season. But those people weren't announced, right? No, but it's probably going to be Ari and Benny and Ellie and Victor and... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I... Okay, hear, hear me out now. Everyone, every single couple on this season will be in another spinoff. Every single one. Oh, wow. That's my prediction Even right Corey now. Corey and Evelyn? Yes. Now they're going to be on Happily Ever After with Jenny and Summit. And wow. who else got married? Alina and Steven. All, the, all three of them. Whoever got married this season will be on Happily Ever After. Anyone doing the K-1 process will be on the regular 90 day. I can't imagine the fans do that. Though. No, I don't enjoy that. As a fan of the show, I want new people. That's why I'm so excited to see this new season coming up. And then those people are also going to be recycled through all yeah. these other things. Yay. Yeah. So you heard it here first. 
Okay, did you remember all the drama with Leandro happened this season? I feel like so much happened this season that I didn't even remember that Leandro was a part of this show. It was like the very first episodes? Yeah. And wow, I forgot how annoying I found that whole situation. I did like that all the cast members unanimously agreed that he should back off a bit. Yeah, they absolutely... Okay, theme of the episode. Everyone needs to back out of these couples' lives. I just feel like couples have enough issues, or maybe I should say stressors in relationships. We don't need friends, family, exes, siblings to have this much input in a relationship. I feel like their relationship... It's almost like it's a it's a couple steps too much. Like it's it's okay to be cordial Leandro with your ex. Leandro and yeah. Ari. Okay. Yeah. It's okay to be cordial with your ex and all that stuff. Yeah. But to treat them as like a best friend and as a, an advice person, that might be that's a little too much. Especially I totally agree. in the way that that relationship ended. Which oh my god, I'm I was so right. Happy. I was so right. I'm so happy, Sean connected and walked through the dots yeah of how her relationship really went down because this was my theory i had no proof no counter to it she was pretty much like "Mm, yeah the way you put it it's about her little giggle made me uncomfortable like her being all coy and like couch well there's an interaction where ari's kind of talking shit with steven Mm -hmm. at the time but that's before her segment comes on and it just shows you like how much shit everyone has in their closet. Yeah. Like, you are not fucking perfect. No. It's and so easy Sean to call someone else through out. Her situation, which was essentially, she left Leandro and it kind of seemed like they were okay. Like she just went to go travel or something. Yeah. She just never came back. She they never, said they never broke she up. She never came back. She was pregnant mm-hmm. with, you know, their child. She called now. him crying, asking for advice. Right. But essentially, then what happened? in some way was basically like uh we have to actually break up now yeah, because we have I'm to have proceed a baby? with a divorce yeah with someone else are they even divorced right now sometimes i mean divorces take a long time yeah but i think if they're cordial and you don't have any kids it's a lot faster assets she so doesn't have any it's all her parents <laughs> i guess uh, and that is kind of insane because the way people can be portrayed, like even Benny, like, oh, you're having women over. I'm like, dude, you got fucking pregnant while like you're fucking married and had to awkwardly call your ex-husband. Yeah. What the fuck? I feel like there's so much contradiction in so many couples. And this is one of the couples where things just don't make sense. So, well, so, so Benny shouldn't be worried about you hanging out with Leandra considering you hung out with me and got pregnant. Yeah. Like what? But I'm not okay. Count. I'm that not doesn't... okay with you just chilling with your ex. That's not doesn't count, I guess. Don't you find it weird that they speak to each other for hours on the phone in Spanish because Benny doesn't know how to speak Spanish? That's weird too. There's no reason for that. You're talking how about boys already Spanish, by the way. I think I don't think that bad. If she can fluently hold a conversation with Leandro for two hours, it's that's, not bad at all. That's you're hiding some shit. Yeah, there's no reason for you to speak Spanish if you both speak English. <laughs> And then Victor was like, you need to learn some Spanish, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is like the one time I agreed with Ellie. She said you shouldn't talk about your relationship to other people. I agree. I mean, you can vent and you can have opinions or not opinions. I guess you can vent and talk about your relationship. But I think, and I've mentioned it before on the podcast, when you open up yourself and open up your relationship to too many people, there's too many influences. And I don't like people telling me 
basically anything about my relationship. <laughs> so don't tell me what to do. Yeah, maybe that's a personal flaw, but I don't want people to have an opinion on my relationship. So I agreed with Ellie there. Leandro says that it's Benny's insecurities that are causing the issues between him and Ari and Leandro, this weird thing, but it's, why would he not be insecure about that? Like, who wouldn't be insecure? It's like, everyone was like, yeah, because you're the ex-husband, dude. He even tried to turn it around and say, well, what if I was a girl? Wouldn't that be fine? And that was the most bullshit trying to be a cop out. Everyone says that's not the reality, though. Well, I wish they let him answer, but... They didn't really say, like, well, how, what does your girlfriend feel about this? He says, oh, Ari gives me relationship advice about with my girlfriend. I would not like that as someone's girlfriend. Right. Don't get relationship advice from a girl that cheated on you and got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Can your ex-wife not tell me how to be or how you should be with me? That's weird. They were together for a while, though, right? Ten years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. I mean, that's like Ari's whole childhood. Like, 17 to 27. Yeah, exactly. How old is Ari? Fuck. About that. Ten yeah. years? Yeah, that's what? like her whole you young this, adult life. Did you date this guy when you were like a teen? 17, 18, yeah. Then we see Wish and Mimi join the conversation. This is what I find so annoying. Ari wants Leandro part of her, Benny, and Avi's life. Mm, oh, here we go. But Wish, she does not want anything to do with Wish and Mimi. And she's allowed to say that and yell and get up and leave. But Benny has to sit there and has to respect Leandro, has to respect his opinion and the fact that he's in their lives. There's this constant double standard I cannot stand. And it's a theme throughout this episode. I didn't even think about that from that point of view where his family's excommunicado, but <laughs> Leandro can just yep, and in their lives. Ari will always have Leandro's back over Benny's. That's also strange too. It's not fair. And it's almost like the um, the running clock will never be even, like, no matter what, because she's so close to Leandro, like, he's always going to know me. Yeah. And in every way. I mean, they were married. So Mimi says that the nanny was the reason for the problems in their relationship, and that she kept giving Ari bad advice. But Ari completely disputes this and said, no, the nanny's the reason why I'm even still, we're even still together. She told me to stick it out. She saw how much I loved him. What do you kind of make of that? I would side with Ari on this because why would she lie about the nanny being a good person? That's what I don't get. I don't, I don't, I don't see a reason why you would lie about that. So Mm. the sisters are saying, oh, they would tell her bad things. And Benny says, well, no, not necessarily that, but she would go and tell our problems to other people and that would cause problems. Gotcha. I think it's a cop out. Yeah, but I wonder who she's going to tell that would have any kind of info on them. Exactly. Or put pressure on them. Yeah. I just don't see... I don't know. But Benny also didn't dispute that he didn't like her either. Like when his sister started going off and saying, oh, Benny doesn't like her. Benny seems a bit protective. Yeah, I agree. Like, I wonder if, I mean, if he's like a new dad, well, he's not a new dad, but I wonder if he's (laughs) just like parenting instincts. Maybe the nanny does something. And what if he just doesn't like it? I mean, I can "Mm." understand that. I don't know, because I'm not a parent. Like, I'm sure parents have these like really interesting protective tendencies of you know, just to watch over their child. And if someone's doing something, hold my kid like that. Like, yeah. No, I get that. I don't like you. You know, I don't know. Yeah. The sisters say that they shouldn't let people meddle in their relationship, but that's exactly what these sisters are doing. That's exactly what everyone is doing. And I, I don't see the point in that. They're completely meddling. Do you think that the sisters were lying and trying to get Ari to leave Benny by saying he's sleeping with other women? Probably. I don't think they like 
but that means the baby is also going away. So I'm torn because you do you remember how sad they were when they found out the baby was going to the U.S. for his surgery? I just feel like everyone was so scarred by what happened in the last relationship that they were preparing for the worst for this relationship. But again, they're meddling so much and they're causing so many issues. I'm, I'm also thinking of, you know, they're on a show. They're on this platform of the of people to meddle in their relationship. And I'm thinking of the people around me, like, you know, my my older sister's relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I am zero meddling. There is no fucking meddling. <laughs> I also don't I meddle in my sister's relationship. talking about your fucking relationship. Like, what you do is what you do. If you got a problem, you come talk to me. If not, like, I'm not going to fucking poke and prod your relationship. Like, it's just not what I do. Same. Benny's sisters say that they want to protect him, which is very natural. I understand that. But what I don't understand is if they're lying, how is that protecting them? Him, it, it's, we, it's weird because we talk about this, like, right? Everybody has their own truth. I'm so interested. Like, what is the real truth here? Yeah. Because it's weird how they can get so far apart in what the real truth is. It's kind of a cop-out for us to say this, but especially in this situation, it's true. They have their side, Ari and Benny have their own side, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. Because I think both sides are lying in some sense, even even if it is just exaggerating the truth. I don't know, man. I don't really see that nanny being too mean. Like, I don't understand how they would not like her. Same. Again, we're not there. We don't know, but Maybe I... Maybe she just spoke some truth so they didn't like that or something. Maybe. She's like, you guys are fucking terrible for each other. <laughs> Maybe. Ari and Benny do look happy. I hope that he's comfortable here, and I hope that he's being treated well, and yeah. that overall it's just a happy little family. I hope so. I do hope the best for them. I talk a lot of shit about Ari, but I do hope that they're happy together and that Avi's happy and healthy. Do you think their future will stay in the U.S.? Or, yeah. or something like a child is an adult. Is he like, I'm done being here. Like, I didn't want to be here in the first place. No, he's going to be raised there. I think he'll be, he'll want, I mean. I'm, no, I'm talking about fucking Benny. No, I see them staying in the U.S. Yeah. I already made it clear she's not going back. And what is she going back to? Well, I mean, I'm just what I'm saying. Like, after your child's like grown and done, like, what if you talk to your partner? And I was like, yo, like, I want to go home. Like, this was never my home. Like, I told you I didn't want to be here. Pori and Evelyn, they seem how they were when they were at their worst this season. They seem very unhappy together. They got married and they went backwards? Yes. I think the mar- the wedding day, excuse me, was the happiest they have ever been. And then they quickly went back. It's It seems like Corey started giving her a little bit more detail. And just Evelyn kind of saw through that as more and more lies. Yeah. So he just keeps... I just don't know why he won't just straight tell her everything that happened in the truth versus these tiny little, these tiny little details here and there, which tend to be like little more cuts and bruises on her heart. And then I think it's kind of like Steven, where you think if you give up all the details, like it's fucking over. So you have to sort of like warm them up to the details. I, I think that that is absolutely right, but it's so unfair. Steven's like, oh, like I kissed someone. Oh, I actually kissed a hundred people. <laughs> oh, I actually had sex with another person. Like, oh, it was actually three. Or, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm not, it's definitely not right. Corey says that he got Evelyn a therapist, which is weird. He's not a saint. He also needs to go to therapy. He needs to stop lying. He needs to be his honest self with her. He needs to be his honest self regardless of who he's with. So to say he got her a therapist, like, yeah, she definitely needs it. We're not denying that. So did, did you think she knew about the whole Jenny meeting? No. 
Or did they I think that's why she was crying so much when she saw it. I don't think she knew. That's brutal, Corey. I mean, dude, you're on a fucking show. You know, <laughs> down the road, there's going to be a fucking tell-all. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. Evelyn still thinks the ball soup is funny. I'm so over the yeah. childish sisters and her. That wasn't really funny at all. It wasn't. All the siblings were there. And even, Corey even said it. He's like, I didn't care about the soup. I cared about their intentions of it. Exactly, like, that exactly. really bothered me. I was like, dude, that bothered me too. Like, you're coming from a place of hate. That's like, not like a, oh, we're really good friends and we're just joking around. Like, you know, we, we fuck with each other all the time. Yeah. Okay, no. I get that. It, that's not where you're coming. You're coming from. I fucking hate you. I order this shitty soup for you. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Exactly. I want to embarrass you on this TV segment. Yep. They continue to say Corey is a liar and that he needs to be a real man. They kept repeating this over and over again through their segments, and I don't know what that means. Does that simply mean a man that tells the truth? That does that mean a man that I don't even know a cowboy? Like, what does this mean? Probably like a masculine, like you're just gonna a do stereotypically. What I say I'm the man. Yeah, and then they'd be pissed and telling Evelyn to leave anyway because he's controlling and there's you're no way. You're a strong, Evelyn... independent woman. You don't need him. And do you think Evelyn would let a man control her? No. So I don't know what they want by this real man talk. Are they real women? Because they sure seem like girls to me. I don't know. Her sisters have always kind of bugged me. Like I don't. Their attitude seems like way too. I mean, I know they're her sister, so it's so skewed to Evelyn, but it's. Your sister has negatives on her side, too, but they don't... It's like they don't even see that. No, and it, it wouldn't matter anyway, because they would never acknowledge that. We see Matt and Taylor, and boy, do they love a collared shirt. They looked very churchy. <laughs> like, they just got back from church and went to the They second. They do look like they just got back from church. They look nice, wholesome people. I thought it was really interesting how... They asked Taylor if her and Evelyn were friends. And she said they're not because she didn't like me and our relationship quickly soured. Evelyn does not make friends easy. Taylor was probably trying to be welcoming and Evelyn did some shit like don't talk to me or did some kind of um, put out the energies of I don't like you. Yep. Don't talk to me. Yep. (laughs) Here's where it got interesting. Did you notice how Corey stuck up for Evelyn against his brother and sister-in-law? He said, no, I saw you guys not treat her well. I don't, like, basically, I don't blame her for not wanting to be friends with you. Do you see how drastically different that is compared to how Evelyn speaks to her sisters about Corey? Right, she's not standing up for Corey. No. She's throwing him under the bus. Yeah, and says, yeah, like, order the soup. Yeah, treat him like shit. But the other way around, Corey says, no, it's not fair. Well, since he's always in the doghouse to Evelyn, it's almost like he has... Either way, he would have to do those things. It's a part of his parole. That's true. He repeats again that he's on thin ice, and I don't think he's ever not been on thin ice in this relationship. I feel like that's how she keeps him around. She basically just keeps him on a tight rope. If it wasn't Jenny, it would just be something else. Oh, yeah. If there was no Jenny incident, it would be... Well, I'm never talking to you again until you know fluent Spanish. Or yeah, yeah, you're not it, learning Spanish, so get your shit together. Yeah, it's just going to be, be something. <laughs> Fuck, I hate that. I. It's just going to be, yeah, you're totally right. Just something else. Isn't that weird? It's sad. Why would you want to tiptoe a relationship and walk on eggshells? Oh, I did like when Corey's brother talked to his sister. She, he's pretty much said like, don't fucking talk about my relationship with my brother. That's not your place. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm <laughs> yeah. here for this shit. Yeah. 
I just pretty much like seeing anybody call out the sisters, so. Yeah. I hate that the sisters want a trophy for attending a wedding that was down the street from their house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We made it. You know, we made it to our sister's wedding. No shit. It's down the fucking street. So if this wedding was in middle of nowhere, Washington, great. Yeah, y'all coming over? Y'all coming over? Yeah, where you would have to take a bus through a rural area where you don't know, where you have to, yeah, take three flights to get there. Are you doing that? Are you paying all this money for your sister who has not been back in seven years and does not call you and does not want to hang out with you? Are you doing all that for her? Shut up. It's almost like they're told not to talk about the pandemic because I didn't hear it mentioned or straight up called out like, we're in a fucking pandemic. I don't (laughs) feel like flying. I'm sorry. Like, why wasn't that? I would have just straight up started left with that. Like, dude, it's a fucking pandemic. All right. You're the one who decided to get married. I'm not going. Can we talk about Steven's bitch ass saying he's not all alone. He has Jenny. Dude, he want to get Asby so bad. Yeah. And I can't believe no one even raised their voice at him or just punked him. Yeah. I do appreciate that Corin said you're actually the worst person to be talking right now to Steven. He, oh, he shouldn't oh. talk at all. So then Corey made like a some kind of connection about the LDS church and you know grew up Mormon. So that was during Steven's section. Steven, yeah, Steven says something, but at the moment Corey said, Yeah, but I am not going around being like an active member yeah, of the church. I don't, like, I don't, I don't say I'm I don't a member. Live up or abide by their standards. Exactly. You are portraying yourself as like this you know follower of the church but you're like the fucking worst example dude yes absolutely we'll get into all all, right, yeah, we'll, all those details yeah. really soon i have lots of thoughts and feelings and opinions ellie and victor he is also in the u.s That's crazy. i didn't see this one so fast That's crazy I, I told i told ellie we should have gone to her pizza spot <laughs> we should have He's already in the U.S. They started the K-1 visa process before her moving out there. So that's kind of how it happened so quick is it was already in process. Well, here's the thought. The whole plan was them to be down there, make money, whatever. Isn't that weird to have a K-1 process in the already going then? But you're selling your house and your business? Yeah. Why didn't they bring Dylan out? Ask him how the pizza shop's going since he's the owner now. I'm totally with you. I don't buy that storyline at all. Loved seeing Hiromi again. She's sticking to her guns. Good for her. Okay, she was in studio, so let's say they're filming in L.A. or something. Yeah, I think it's New York, actually. Oh, there's, okay. That's kind of far, but yeah. it's probably closer to a lot of international travel. Exactly. Anyway, that's why. Uh, they're all probably there together hanging out. So mm-hmm. if Hiromi calls her ass out, they're like, all right, we're getting dinner after this. Like, it's got to be fucking awkward. It's super awkward. Yeah, is anyone hanging out with Steven after this? No. <laughs> Steven went to the strip club or... Oh, no. He's straight on Tinder. Anyone he's, he swiped correctly on, he's meeting up with Yeah, him. exactly. He was not and a he's good like, boy in New York, I'm sure. I want to reenact the New Year's Eve kiss with someone. I have a really long tongue. <laughs> uh, can you show me how to use it? I don't know how to use it. Oh, so gross. I'm, I'm like 15. That's how, the how card do, he plays. How do I use my tongue? Okay, no, we'll get to him. I can't give up all of our good shit talk now. (laughs) Did you notice Ari wanted to give advice to every single couple during their segment? I have... Okay, so I've ignored it in all my notes. She's she's trying to do her best. What's her mom's name? Janice. Janice is trying to do her best. Yeah, but Janice has it down. Not Ari. Not Ari, no. And I've noticed in all my notes, I have sections about Ari (laughs) and what she says. Hiromi had a good question. She straight asked Ellie, does she trust Victor? She's like, um, Ellie really well, your answer. pause is telling me a lot. 
well, no, AKA, I'm just trying to figure out how to word this correctly. Exactly, to be... How do I word this as, I do, but I don't? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Ellie says that Victor takes out her anger on her, and I think that was the biggest red flag T in their segment. His anger on her? That's what he said. Hmm. She said, excuse me. She said that Victor takes out his anger on her. Mm -hmm. That's concerning, and she should be worried about that. Red flag. In my notes, look at my little emoji. Oh, it's a little red flag. (laughs) That's funny. I, she needs to be careful. If that's how she's describing her relationship, do you really want to be in that relationship? Someone you, you describe as you can't trust and someone that takes their anger out on you? I really want him to clip the beard braid. The rat tail? On the front? Of the front, yes. He's got a pretty looking looking beard too. Yeah, and I think the beard would look awesome without that. (laughs) (laughs) Ellie made it real clear that he does not have access to her credit cards. Uh, another red flag. Like, what? You also don't trust your partner with your card, which means you have trust issues. You know they definitely fought that night. You think so? Oh, yeah. For sure. Nah, I don't think so. I like seeing Victor, though. He seemed just happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do a lot of talking. He's like, yeah, because he's like, hey, I've never watched the show. It's my first tell-all. I've oh. probably never been to a studio. I'm just chilling. Well, let's say this. The one thing he did say clearly was, who here has never cheated? Oh, bad luck. No, bad don't luck. don't say that. That's not. Romeo was like the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Awkwardly, though, only one person raised their hand. <laughs> that they showed. Hopefully, oh man, you're right. I think everyone <laughs> has cheated. Like, I think it's confirmed. Everyone has cheated. Except probably Lena. Yeah, because it's her first boyfriend. Uh, yeah. Poor girl. Uh, let's just get to them. Great segue. Yeah. Alina and Steven. Steven says he feels like the worst person in the room, except maybe Corey. No, you're you're still worse than Corey. You're like Corey times like 10. <laughs> yeah. Or 15. Alina says nothing has really changed, and she wants him to admit that he is still communicating with other women, which he then admits to after the most awkward struggle. He, he, said he kept we saying... We had a disagreement, or we had an argument. Yeah, and so he immediately went to go talk to nine other women. This was like, what was it, a week ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah, it was really recent. This poor girl is just getting humiliated repeatedly. Did it just so happen that they had their argument on his way to America? Mm, That's a little too convenient. Like, are you hanging out in the U.S. before the segment a little bit, and then you guys have an argument, so you're like, well, I got these nine messages waiting for me. Yeah. At first, he didn't even want to answer the question and tried to get Robin, or excuse me, God, trying to get Sean to ask someone else questions. God, I'm sorry, Sean. Do you want to get into those messages? Which ones? The text messages he was sending back and forth. Oh, on Reddit. Yeah, Okay, I thought you meant the tell-all. Okay, so kind of a TLDR. I've been doing some Reddit reading and looking at the the board and everything like that. And right before the tell-all, some people were posting screenshots. What's the name of this board? Uh, 90 Day Fiance Uncensored. Okay. So if you want to search for it on Reddit or Google, you can just type in Reddit 90 Day Fiance Uncensored. All right. Because the 90 Day Fiance board is a little bit more censored and I liked the kind of just everyone shit talking on it. But anyway, on there, there were a lot of screenshots that Steven had sent other women. And so it talked about, and they're all just super flirty and they're talking about, what were some of them? I showed you some of them. Well, some of them were just 
how he flirts with other women. Okay, yes. This is kind of a theme we talked about. I've noticed in every conversation, even with completely different women that don't know about each other, he does this act of like he is this unexperienced, young, just Mormon boy, and he wants almost like a woman to teach him things it's he that's says like things, that's like his play that's his yes. thing and he's just like oh i have this super long tongue too bad i don't know what to do with it even though you've kissed like 100 chicks yeah and you banged i don't know a how, lot. i don't know how many <laughs> i think he's banged but more you don't than know how says. to use your tongue no so it's also kind of creepy that that is his angle of i'm gonna pretend to be this inexperienced little boy yeah to get you know women to sort of Play with their heartstrings or whatever. Exactly. Oh, I'm just so innocent and a good guy. Teach me, I don't know, how to kiss. Teach me to be sexual. It's it's just really weird. Uh, and so then Alina's, or excuse me, Steven's ex did an AMA prior to the tell-all. And it, it just seems so similar to what Alina's going through. He pretends to be this religious guy, good guy. And he's just completely unfaithful and he will go against everything he preaches and it's a pattern. Well, then there's, um, there was a lady on there that basically shared screenshots of, I guess, Steven. It seemed like he was trying to plan a threesome. Yes. Like it was going, like he had her, he had the lady talk to her husband (laughs) and she actually did. Yeah. Which was strange. It was strange that her husband said that she could send photos to him of her. Yeah, that's... Can I send photos? These, no, Steven's meeting some really interesting people online. Here's the thing. But honestly, that, la- that late, Well, that lady must have pinged him first, though, because he said he had like nine messages. I wonder if she was one of them that had I think him. this was prior to even that. Oh, prior to that. Oh, yeah. interesting. So, here's the thing. I'm sex positive. You do you. Basically, do whatever you want if you're not hurting anyone. The thing is, Steven right. is hurting people. Right, right. Yeah. That's my issue. Yeah, go ahead and get it in as much you as have you. Kink, yeah. don't care, yeah, yeah. You have your kink. I don't care. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. But Steven's hurting people, and that's what that's what's not right. okay. He's actively married to someone who yes. only wants one And person. even previous to this, he hurt other women by doing the same thing. And by saying ex, he's in a relationship. And his and, ex essentially says, like, he hasn't changed. If anything, he's gotten worse. But then he, the way he spoke about, he said, I have these urges. So that is also something that came on very quickly in the conversation of, I'm repressing myself. I want a threesome. I have urges. You know what my thing is, though? So you think he's, like, addicted? Yes, I think he's a sex addict. If he is, let's say he has this threesome, gets it off the list, it'll just be something else. I totally agree. Like, you know, I was telling Ellie, I was like, it's going to be a four people, five people, a full-blown orgy. Like, if he is that way, it'll always be something else. You know what I mean? He won't be satisfied, which is really interesting i think that's he wants to explore things and that's fine oh yeah i mean well it's not fine in his situation well but it's it not is fine, fine because alina does not want to do that like if you're <laughs> it you is fine king, in general it's fine but in it's his also situ- fine if you're married and your partner wants to do that right. or allows you but right. she does not right exactly in his situation it's not okay he tried to make it seem okay by saying i've told alina from the beginning that this is something that i've wanted now, do you think that's a fair thing to say? So you know what's interesting though, you're t- you're telling all this to a very sexually inexperienced person. Yes, Alina. Yes, and she was even younger than when we met her when he was telling her this. Yes. 
So she's, you know, at the at that time, she's either, you know, 19, 18, whatever, mm-hmm. sexually inexperienced. She seems pretty, I like, mean, completely relationship she, inexperienced. Yeah, exactly. So he's telling her all this, and she's trying to live out this fantasy of, like, getting married and, like, you know, mm. rainbows and shit. Like, yeah. she's almost like, yes, she's like a yes ma'am. Like, she's just going to say yes. Which is, I mean, we see that all the time. Because, like, she just wants to get to the dream fantasy of marriage and he, he might have been mentioning this stuff, but part of it when you're talking, you know, even when you're messaging someone that way in text or whatever, a lot of what you say, it's almost like a dream or like a fantasy of like, yeah, you're just talking out of your ass and like, oh, but you're so giving fun. someone you're giving someone the fantasy. You're giving someone the promise that someday you'll be able to create that for them. He specifically is leading her on. He's taken it so far to marry her and to not give a shit about that. Yeah, it seems like the amount of women he talks to, it's is really scary. Like, dude, you need to slow the fuck down. Like, Honestly, need, it sounds exhausting. Like, I don't want to give anyone some, that much energy. You need some energy. fucking help, man. I really like when Armando and Kenny spoke up. So we learned that Armando grew up Mormon. And then Kenny explained that, yeah, you're receiving all these messages. Hell, even I've received boobs. You have to ignore it. Yeah, you probably just, just delete the messages, man. You get... Open the message up, but just the ladies' titties. Just gotta delete, man. Just delete and move on. Like you can't be. You engaging. cannot exa- exactly and sending photos of yourself back, and you just can't do that. Armando explains that what he's doing is wrong because he's preaching out religion and doing the exact opposite. Corey you, you agrees. Notice, you notice that every time someone calls Stephen out about that specific fact, he doesn't mm-hmm. actually respond. He just listens. No. Do you like, notice he's he not listens take, more to males than females? But he's also not... It's kind of like those going in one ear out the other. Like, he's not taking this to heart. No, he doesn't take it to heart. I mean, so much so that he he didn't even doesn't even respond to the people when, no. they, when they're saying this stuff. So Corey agrees and explains kind of what we already talked about. How this is not how you should act as someone that portrays themselves as a Mormon, as a member of the church. And then Stephen tries to throw it right back in his face and saying, Well, you slept with someone. That's absurd. That's not even what we're talking about. And even even so, yes, Corey was or is a Mormon, but he's not an active member. He doesn't spread the word. He doesn't try to recruit. He's not going right. on missions. He's not attending the church. He's, I don't think he's buying Evelyn the Book of Mormon. He is not buying her a floral Book of Mormon. So it's the lot, fact that Stephen different. even tried to th- throw it in his face is just completely does not matter. He, he did that to several people which did not help his case no people were uh, just calling like shut out up. evelyn for this is the oh most my God. this is the most like the modest i've ever seen you dress inappropriate it's completely inappropriate one you're a married man don't don't even admit that you're looking at her but two to even say that is fucking but then, weird but then with ari he says like you're one to talk you like left your you husband. abandoned your husband i'm like dude technically thinks, she went to go have a surgery like i mean th- for the kid he <laughs> thinks that if he puts others down it'll make him himself better that it will make his story sound better do, do you think or less do you bad think i guess just, just now i'm wondering if he's talking to all these women if mentally he's like, oh yeah, this is bad, but oh, you know, you know, Corey and them, you know, they did bad things or they've they fucked up more than I. I have. totally think he uses other incidences as a way to justify it for himself. He's like, but oh he well, can't. this one guy that existed once in the world slept with like a thousand women, and I'm only like at a hundred, so it's okay. Yeah, comparing himself to Nelson Mandela, what is this man doing? Nelson Mandela once said, oh, "Yeah, shut the fuck up." <laughs> Then we see Steven's ex take the stage, Vanessa. 
how is this dude getting all this play? I have no idea. I can't even make <laughs> oh, friends we, easily. We made, a, we made a joke. I was like, if anyone ever wondered what people look like that can clap with one hand, it's what Steven looks like. <laughs> but how is the dude that can clap with one hand getting all this play? I mean, apparently before anything with the show, because she let us know that he slept with like three women in Russia. Okay, so I was thinking of the timeline, and this must have been when he went for his mission trip. Probably. Yeah, so he also, she gave him a lot of leeway here. He's allowed to date other women, he just can't have sex with them. This is even worse, because in your mission trip, you're like the holiest of holy, like... Yeah, and he clearly was already sleeping with (laughs) Vanessa. You think? Yes, 100%. That wouldn't even be something that she had to tell him not to do then. Yeah. So he goes to Russia. He bangs three different women. Meets Alina? Question mark. Probably doing his, I'm a young, innocent American. Yeah, I'm just a good Mormon boy. I have a long tongue, though. I'm quirky. (laughs) So, yeah, and then they come home and, you know, they break up. That is odd, though. She did say, you can date while you're over there. Yes. But you're in a relationship. Maybe they were both open. Like, she could date as well. Hopefully. Maybe for them at that moment, dating means, like, courting to be married. Maybe. then I'd be like, well, aren't you courting me to be married? That's weird. (laughs) Alina says, basically, that she appreciates Vanessa wanting to have her back and everything that she's told her and trying to support her, but she has decided to give him one last chance. And I can't stand it because she said the same thing about basically every chance that she's given him so far. Every chance is always the last chance. Good Lord, her mom needs to come and save her and take her phone. Oh, there, was, and there was something that was mentioned, it. like, um, she said, like, thank you, but I just can't walk away so easily. And you can. You literally can. You have no kids. There's nothing tying you to this man except your feelings. Like, I understand it's hard to let go, but this man is treating you so horribly. You have nothing actually tying yourself to this man. Because all I know is I'm annoyed that she had to stick to these standards that she didn't even want for herself. Right. But she did for him. And then this is her but payback. If, but if Alina goes to sleep with some dude, it's like going to be the worst thing in the oh, world. Oh, I bet he would just break up with her and say, you're going to hell. You're an awful Mormon. Goodbye. And Alina would be like, what? Women are complete objects to him. He does not care about hurting a woman. Because oh, we're I'm, less than. Oh, we're sure, an object. I'm sure. Because he apparently has been through some chicks. Somehow. Women are totally just things for him to look at and use sad huh yeah it's he has never shown an ounce of anything else i don't have anything else on him do you i feel like i had a lot and then it was spilling out in other segments i I think we went in on him pretty good mama alina please save her i don't know what's gonna what's it gonna take what the hell does steven do to be living in russia that's what i'm saying what do either of them do are they even in russia because on reddit a couple months back they were in greece how are you affording all of this? That's what I'm saying. It wasn't, Everyone it, like lived in Alina's house. Everyone like lived into the same apartment. Yes. And it didn't seem like Steven's parents were well off, like very well off. I mean, like rich. I, I don't know. So like, I don't know how they're making their money. And I know the shows don't pay a lot, right? Like, no, especially for like first time on. So on what was I listening to? It was a podcast. Sorry, I can't give due credit, but they were saying that. Alina's, or excuse me, Stephen's ex said that he was a translator in Russia for a while. Oh, okay. I see. So maybe he does something like that or maybe online and he can do documents or something. I see what you mean. Maybe. And they just don't show him working because it'd be boring. Mm -hmm. But that would answer a lot of questions. I wonder 
where they are today. Are they together? Are they where in the world are they? Like, what's their story now that this has all come out? Jenny and Summit. Summit says they're telling his parents today that they are married. And spoiler, they did not. Did you actually think he was going to tell them? Yes. You did? And I also thought Kenny ruined it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And as soon as that happened, my jaw dropped. And I just said, no! He saved it, though. Marrying someone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't really have much on them because nothing... Again, like, their relationship is really interesting. Like, they barely made it to the hill, over the hill... And then on the yeah, tell-all... There's a little hill still. There's a little hill, but on the tell-all... Oh, it was interesting, though, when they showed the moms... and The, pa- the, the whole family the, was the, here. The mom, Yeah, the mom and dad's post-interviews. Post that was not good, because I don't think Jenny and Summit had seen that yet. No. So it was kind of hard for them to see what was said to their face versus well, then, behind then Summit, their back. I mean, if Summit's watching that, too, he's like, well, fuck, I was just about to tell them that we're married, and I feel like I can't do that now. Yeah, and also I think he really respects his brother and sister-in-law and they're basically not supporting it either. One of the most interesting things that happened out of all the conversations was when, how would you feel when they asked the brother's <laughs> wife if they said you guys couldn't marry? Well, no, no, they asked the brother. That's what I mean, the brother. When the wife was like, wow, we've never really even asked that. And yeah, well, she said, I don't know how to react to that. And the brother said, like, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have married I wouldn't her if my parents married. I was like, you fucking no. idiot. You're so like, this is an assumption, which I don't know if it's fair to assume this, but I think it was said prior that this is an arranged marriage. So, so yeah, technically, if their parents didn't want them to get married, they wouldn't. Right, it wouldn't even have been set up. Parents have the final say there. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's that shocking to either of them, because I think that's the same probably, for his wife. Probably not. I don't think that caused an issue. Right. As to where, like, if you said that, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I was so sad that everyone in their storyline was there except the astrologer. Oh, Bring me the astrologer. Yeah, he probably said, I'm not fucking going on TV. I wanted him to. He couldn't lie, could he? Because he knows I got married. Well, yeah, but then I'm surprised the astrologer hasn't talked, because that's the family's astrologer. I can't believe he hasn't spilled the beans. I don't know. What if they fired him right after? Maybe. like Maybe they don't even go there anymore. When do you think he's going to tell his parents then? I mean, is he going to wait? He told for... them yesterday. <laughs> oh, and is he going to wait for the cameras to come back to videotape well, it? We... Okay, so I found out that this show actually does not air in India. So they would have to stream it. And I don't see the parents actually streaming it. But I know for sure the brother probably found out. Yeah. Just through internet and online, social media. You know, but that's I, probably I trickled like, out. I feel like if somebody local to a place like, not a place like that, but just local to any like town it mm-hmm. would become popular i would imagine i would think so but if you i mean maybe with the younger crowd but like the older people probably don't know how to stream or find well, it online no but you know the the kids down the street they'd fucking know where mama submit lives and yeah. be like oh my god that's awesome on this episode oh you think it would come out that way yeah is what you mean. Maybe. But maybe that is what happened. Like, hey, this. I saw the wedding. None of you guys showed up. Because I think the tell all is recorded prior to the show fully being aired. Oh, so, I see. like, oh, that I see. it might have just oh, not happened yet. Oh, I see. So it happened like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone keeps repeating, well, you know, someday or when the time's right, you can't rush it. You can't force them to accept it. Kenny's right. It's been 10 fucking years. 
Yeah, How you, long are they expected to wait? They're trying to wait till he goes to see the other man. I know. And that's not fair it's not cool i love that no one's questioning how jenny's staying there what the visa oh like yeah. no one's questioning it at oh, all uh, yeah she made a trip to nepal and like yeah it she, got renewed yeah yeah it got renewed no big deal so summit says he wants to tell him to his face to their face that's brave that is brave because she will mom he's, will actually murder you he's gonna start sweating i don't blame him that hair Just is cry. not gonna be as, as volume as it always is <laughs> he's had some really good hair hair recently good is an interesting word <laughs> he's had some choices recently mm-hmm. strong choices strong hair armando and kenny hannah is so cute she has a grown-up haircut i love it one of your pods they kind of alluded to they did a good job of sort of celebrifying their wedding yeah yeah exactly so they the exclusive rights to People Magazine, and they got paid for that pretty well, I'm sure. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're doing the best with their kind of newfound well, fame. Where they were staying, like, everything. Yeah. It, all about their wedding was really beautiful. Like they did And they really, got to make money off of it, they probably. Did a, they did a really good job of whatever they had to do. And I don't know which side of them is, like, that business. Like, I mean, I think both of them kind of have, like, business mentalities. So, yeah, because Kenny's retired. Yeah, and Armando's, and- like, an architect. Yeah, and he also does, uh, like, drawings and stuff. So you can, like, pay to get some of his, like, a cute little character. Oh, that's or, cool. And they do cameos and oh, stuff. Okay. I should have told you I wanted a cameo from them. That, that would have been cool. That would have been super cute. Oh, it would have been so cool to get your cameo. I didn't think about I that. I didn't even think I didn't think about Damn. it. <laughs> so, do not worry about it. It was not even on my mind. <laughs> so Kenny starts off with saying he wants to blend both families and is still torn between wanting to stay in the U.S., and live in Mexico. But he does say that Armando is the best thing that has ever happened to him. So, of course, he's going to stay there and build his life there, it sounds like. It's really interesting. It seems like Armando is pretty strong on staying in Mexico. Yeah. I don't see any ounce of him. We also to have over. to realize that Armando went to school in the U.S. So, he, it's not like he's curious about the U.S. and the way of life. Like, he knows what it's like. Oh, and I he's choosing I, to I live in Mexico. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Like college or high school? Or I what? don't know. One of my podcasts just said he went to school in the U.S. Okay. And I trust my podcasts. My sources. Okay. They're good sources. They've been good. Okay. <laughs> You're just smiling. I'm like, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't. I don't remember even what one, so I can't even give you a shout out. The so the main ones I listen to are Reality Gaze and Kim and Kyle on 90 Day Cray Cray. So assume it's one of them. All right. This is also the first time that they see what Armando's dad said at the end of kind of their wedding and how we shouldn't put up barriers in our mind. And they both seem really touched by that. I felt really bad for Summit in this instance. He started tearing oh, up yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's something that he just wants well, so first, badly. At first I just thought, oh man, it's like a sweet moment. That's why he's probably like getting all emotional. Like I'm getting emotional sitting on the couch. I can yeah. feel it. But I'm like... Oh, shit. You wish that was your family being accepting and approval. Yep. The two blendings of family just being happy for the love and the life that they share. And also, I mean, Kenny Armando have a lot of age difference, too. So Yeah, they have a they have a very big age difference as well. So it's really just what Cement so badly wants for his family. You know what the difference is, right? The woman is older? No. Oh, what? Like, if you see Kenny... Like he, he oh, because he, he looks good. He looks like a fairly, fairly attractive dude. Well, he doesn't look as old as right. He that, is, well, that, is that's what, that's what my whole thing is. Yeah. Whereas, like Jenny looks her age, if not. 
Did you see what Steven said about Kenny, Kenny first off, like right as the tell-all started? Yeah, he said he looks piece of shit. older in person. Yeah. Steven's just... He's fuck, a gem. He is a idiot. gem. Like, he's just throwing everyone under the bus. Like, dude. To try to make himself look better because he knows he's a piece of shit. Ah, yeah. If I, if I poo-poo everyone, I am above them. Ha! Ah. Yes. I will put you down <laughs> to hopefully make me just a little less shitty. Ah, look how young I look in TV. <laughs> Innocent. <laughs> big time. Yep. No, so innocent. Yeah. But whereas like Jenny, I mean, if you, she was like 60 and was like super radiant and like looked younger, like I think it'd be a little better. But like I think she does look her age, if not a little bit older. I know I think she su- just looks her age. I know that's super fucked up to say. I don't think it's fucked up. I think it's fine to say people look their age. I think it's fucked up that she's getting judged so harshly. Because, I mean, you are who you are. I mean, like if Kenny looked like some creepy old guy, like I'm sure it'd be like, it'd be like, eh. I guess, uh, but he looks like a like a hip like a hip older dude that looks <laughs> in shape kind of thing. Yes, can we please just get to the point that I want to get to, and you know what that is because it drives me crazy. Yeah. So this is the first time that Armando's family hears that they want to have children, and it's totally true. In Mexico, adoption just really isn't a thing. I mean, it does happen, but. If you're able to have children, you're expected to have children. You're not going to adopt. And so Armando's family's kind of reaction to say, oh, yeah, the kids make us very happy, but not adoption. I mean, I firsthand have seen that in Mexico. So it's it's I don't know why that is exactly. I I think think, they really care about bloodline. I know why it is. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more of like, oh, this is like. My, this is my yes. grandkid like it's my, my genes have yeah. been passed down yeah. yes we they very much so care about bloodline you know, so the, i i the, guess i do know the reason the ramirez name is being like passed yep. down like, you exactly know, just, exactly you know, shit like that then we see two of kenny's i wrote no names down sorry two of kenny's daughters come out and sit on the couch and then i know cassidy she's at home because she's about to burst any day now and have her baby mm-hmm. and then the son is with cassidy Mm-hmm. So, them on video call, two daughters in the studio. Cassie says that it's weird that they want to have kids because their grandchild would be older than their kid. I told Ellie, I don't Who really cares? care. Like, I have an aunt younger than me. I don't care. It's a cousin. But in, in Mexican <laughs> culture, it's an aunt. In your culture, it's an aunt. That's right. And everyone's a tío and a tía. That's true. But I don't, I don't but, think that oh, okay. matters. Right, okay, right. this is where I... Okay, I actually had... A- Here's my point. Here's my point. Your dad married someone that's 32. He might be the age of some of the daughters. Like, yeah. you're still having kids. He still wants to have kids. Yeah. Exactly. Here's my thing. They say, it's weird, so we don't want it to happen. Guess fucking what? A lot of people think gay marriage is weird. So do you think it shouldn't happen? Should we all just listen? Oh, some people think things are weird. Should we just comply to that? Right. Come on. The kids say that they're grown up. They have their own life. So it'd be hard for their dad to start over. If you're grown, why do you give a shit? You have your own life. You admit it yourself. You're grown. Isn't that more of a reason why your parent can start over? Yeah. Like they don't have to take care of you anymore? You've flown the nest? Or is that the saying? Now I'm thinking of like flew the coop. Spread your wings. Spread your wings. I just think it's really annoying that just they say, you know, we're grown, we have our own life, but in the exact same breath, they finish that sentence with, we're grown, we have our own life. I'm worried that you're going to be consumed by this, by your new family. It's almost like, yeah, I'm grown, but you won't give me the attention I need. 
It's like, what? It's weird. What? Then they talk about how they should adopt instead of having their own children. Well, and, because they don't want them to start over, over. Well, I mean, they, it just sounded like... They you just start with like to, a nine-year-old. <laughs> I just think it's bullshit that they're pushing this adoption story when Cassidy is literally pregnant. Why didn't you adopt? Why are you having a child? Is that too much? <laughs> Your face says that's too much. You're gonna, someone's going to want to fight you. <laughs> I just... Can anyone be empathetic in this family? Did you notice that the son quickly distanced himself? Yes, and all the sisters, they're never talking to him again. They're like, that's why you're the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> like, he basically said, oh, I have no issues if they're, like, adopted or if it's their kid, you know? Yep, he said he has be. no issues about, he said it's not about our comfort, it's about their happiness. Thank goodness this son spoke up. The sister was like, you can see in her eyes, she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? We are on the same team here. <laughs> yeah, you have to be on our team or you're excommunicando. You're not on if you're not yeah. on our side, you're against us. Yeah. Every time you ask for a reason, there's really bad. no reason. It's bad because you can see the toll on their dad. Exactly. So yeah. they only care about their own happiness. They don't care if their dad's happy, which is so fucked up. He looks tired. He cries every time this is brought up. He so badly wants to be close to his family. If his family supported him and cared about him and encouraged him to do what makes him happy, not only would their relationship probably be better, but Kenny would be so much happier and not stressed and could live his life. Mm -hmm. But they don't care. They only care about their happiness. That was a theme also in this show. So I'm talking about how people meddle too much in relationships. Mm -hmm. Example, Benny's sisters, Ari's ex. Evelyn's sisters, Kenny's kids, like just everyone get out of people's relationship. Well, on a positive, it <laughs> seems like Corey's family doesn't meddle in his relationship. That's true. They just don't talk to him and he doesn't talk to them. Hey, what? see, what am I advocating for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate Evelyn breaking the awkward ice here and saying that she's sure Kenny will look just as good in 20 years. So it's not a big deal. All right. All right. He probably will, honestly. Probably. What is the skin routine? Has he dropped it yet? I don't know. I need them to do, what is it? You, what are those skin videos I watch? Or it's like in vogue, morning routine. I need oh. one with Kenny where he's like, this is my morning routine. It's going to be like, and then the follow-up is going to be like Hiram breaking it down. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is all for the tell-all. But then we see after the show, Kenny tries to give Steven some advice, some words of wisdom. Steven says he feels humiliated, but I mean, he's been caught many times and he just keeps doing it he says something along the lines of hoping that this humiliation helps him fix himself but the fact that you got in one argument with your wife and you immediately went to go talk to nine women you're, like, you're not oh, even i'm close. bored but oh, got all these nine waiting messages i guarantee he went to meet a woman that night i'd put money on it oh for sure on that trip yeah for sure on the trip for sure and he feels humiliated, so he's going to go make himself feel better. That's why I said the strip club. Oh, no. I don't think you go to a strip club. No? No. I don't know what I feel like sad boys be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he needs more than a strip club is what I'm getting. After the show, we also see Evelyn saying that she wants to kill Corey. Yeah, I don't... Not, uh... not a shocker. But it sounds seems like they're just doing not very good, and she hopes that if he changes, there is hope for what them. What was... I feel like, oh, I mentioned this Why before. Why didn't we see Raul? That should, he no, should have came no, on too. I, I mentioned this when we were watching it. Like, oh, they need to 
spice up some drama to get ready for the next season. Yeah. It might have been Corey Nevelin, like, Everyone. oh, you know, we're not in a good place. I'm like, oh, we'll find out on next time on, you yeah. know, the next episode of... Of Happily Ever After. Victor said he didn't like what Hiromi said, but that he will prove himself. And I loved hearing this from Kenny. He says, he and Armando will do what they need to do to make themselves happy and not everyone else happy. And I loved hearing that because that's the first time we really heard it. Throughout the season, we heard that he wanted to take his kids into consideration. And Mm -hmm. he wasn't, you know, he's been torn all season. But it's really nice to hear him say, we're going to do what makes us happy. Ari also says that there is no salvaging the relationship between her and Benny's sister. Not ultimatums, but she makes like these final... She makes these very, yeah, finite decisions and uh, kind of declarations. Like never going back to Kenya or Ethiopia. Ethiopia, but I did. Yeah. I'm like, oh my, like, why do you have to make them sound so, like, there's no hope? Yeah. You just remove hope. But you know who's still here? Leandro. Yeah. Even though Benny really doesn't want him to. See, no respect. Anything else? No, this is a great episode. Thank you for tuning in. I really like this episode. Yeah, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Really happy there's not a part two. Love the part one. Oh, only. shout out to 90 Day having a one <laughs> part finale. Yes. Thank you. Love that. All right, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out with us for another season of 90 Day. We will be back with Before the 90 Days, I believe, is the next season, which comes out next week, I think. So... We'll be here for that. And then we'll be covering maths in January. So thank you so much. I hope you guys all have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Talk to you soon. Bye.